Hello, amazing parents and caretakers, and welcome to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I'm your family empowerment coach, Celia Kibler. I'm a mom of a blended family of five kids. I'm a grandma of nine kids, an author, a teacher, a speaker, and a consultant with over 40 years of training and real-life parenting experience. I'm here to offer you practical, doable tips, strategies, and techniques that will pump up your parenting skills and create peace, love, and laughter throughout your family. In addition, I'll be interviewing some great humans that are on a mission to make your life a better, happier, and healthier life. So let's not waste any time and get started with the next episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Thanks for listening. I apologize in advance for my muffled microphone on this podcast, but I think Tara's information is of such importance and her microphone is clear. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I know I always tell you I'm super excited for my guest. I'm super excited for my guest because she's wonderful and just wait what she's going to tell us. I can't wait to hear. So Tara Galliano is here with us today. She is the founder of Rediscovering My Body. She is an author, a retreat host, a speaker, and a sexual empowerment coach who has worked with women for over two decades to get their sexy back. Yay! How many of us need our sexy back? I mean, some of us never found our sexy, but some of us really need to discover sexy, you know? So, Tara, thank you for being here, and I'm so grateful for you joining us. Oh, my pleasure, Celia. Thanks so much for inviting me on. So, enlighten us and tell us why you decided to become a sexual empowerment coach? What about you decided to do this for women? Because honestly, I think it's a gift beyond gifts. So oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, and, and when people work with me, they find pleasure. So they really enjoy the work that they do. So I like that satisfaction <laughs> of working with people. Um, but the, the truth of the matter is that I was trained as a clinician. So I'm a licensed professional counselor and a certified sex therapist on the down low. And I was responding to my clients because I opened up a, a private practice out of graduate school and all of my clients wanted to talk about sex and sexuality and relationships and sexual preferences. And I knew nothing. Um, there was no course on human sexuality in my graduate studies, which blows my mind. I think that's changed. I hope that's changed. Hopefully. But at the time, hopefully, but at the time there was nothing. And so I thought, oh, I need to get up to speed. So I became certified as a sexologist, certified as a sex therapist, which is a pretty stringent process. And then I needed to pivot because of coronavirus and I moved from Colorado and I wanted to work with all women everywhere. And so then I wrote this book called rediscovering my body, which is work that I did in person for a number of years at the local hospital in Boulder, Colorado. I worked with women specifically who had cancer. And these are the activities and exercises that I took them through as they were rediscovering their bodies, rediscovering pleasure, reclaiming sensuality in their lives. 
And then women kept on saying, you know, I want to do this. How, wh- what do you have for me? And I thought, oh, that's really great. I don't know. And then I started using this work with all women everywhere because it's so applicable because when women listen, know, and love their bodies, it's like, we're going to change the world. True thing. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that self-talk, I always say people, you don't listen to anyone like you listen to yourself. And actually at the end of this month, uh, I'll be doing a masterclass on eliminating self-talk because, and, and we're so critical of ourselves. I always ask, you know, my clients, would you be talking to your children like you're talking to yourself right now? Well, no, most people wouldn't. They talk kinder to a stranger than they talk to themselves. And body image is a huge issue everywhere. You know, they're so busy looking at these models that starred themselves or they have tons of makeup on and, and photography is edited and they think that this is reality. And reality is we all come in different shapes and sizes and we all have our own beauty. And the more inner beauty you have, the more outer beauty you had. I just had this conversation with someone. I can't remember who, I don't know if it was a client, but anyway, we were talking about, oh, he's my cousin. How much, you know, when she sees somebody, she wants to be attracted at first when she's gonna re-enter the dating scene. And I'm like, but did you ever notice that someone who's super attractive and then as you get to know them and they're not so attractive personally and internally, like they don't get any, they, they like lose their attractiveness. You know, they're like, well, you're pretty ugly, no matter how handsome you are, you know, because that personality shines through. And that's really what sustains a relationship. So, so uh, what advice, since I brought this up and really I wasn't thinking of going here. So yeah, I love it. <laughs> somebody, you know, is re-entering the world from either a divorce or another situation or cancer or something traumatizing, what is your advice to help them find their sexy, to help them realize, you know what, you really are sexy. I love this. So this, for me, it's humorous because I was married for 25 years. And so recently divorced, I think I got divorced in November, 2019. So less than two years. And this year I decided to start dating. And so I have a whole Instagram series, 30 days of dating. For me, it's entitled dating at 50 because I've never dated before and I'm 50. And so it's a lot to learn. It's a lot to navigate dating apps, which one to choose, how to create a profile and then sorting through the men and so many questions like, how are you? And then conversations that only are at like the scope of a dozen words and really like, ah, like the drudgery of it. So you can check that out on my Instagram page, uh, rediscover my body because that's what she's dealing with right now. I mean, I think it's so applicable and she'll get a kick out of it because it's, it's real and it's relevant. I'm on day 17. So it's, <laughs> it's torture. Have we found anybody? I mean, I found a few somebodies. I mean, I, you can watch a series and get into that, but I, I, right now I'm talking to four different men. And so we'll see where things go. Um, but the best advice that I have, and, and that has worked for me in this process and certainly has, because everything that I teach, I do. Like I, that's why I'm doing this dating thing. I mean, I don't, I don't talk from here anymore. When I was a therapist, I could speak from here 
and then my marriage dissolved. I mean, really. And so now I'm speaking from here because I totally got this. And, and as I said before, it's like when women listen, know, and love their bodies, things change in the world. And that's, that's so true because oftentimes, particularly if we're in relationship with another person, we have a paradigm where we're prioritizing the other person and we don't prioritize ourselves as women. And I'd say this is probably a gross overgeneralization, but it's so true. Absolutely. That we, yeah, that we don't value the relationship that we have with ourselves as primary and what gives us the most value of just being in the world. When we truly honor that, then we can show up in relationships so much better and so much more loving and with so much more capacity and that it begins with our relationship with ourself. And that is the best piece of advice, whether you're dating, whether you're overcoming cancer, uh, whatever it is. I mean, one of the things that I saw with women in particular who had cancer is like they had felt that they'd taken so many resources away from their family, whether it was time or money or emotional energy, that to come to my class, rediscovering their bodies so they could reclaim their own sense of pleasure and not just be thriving, I mean, surviving, that it was that it was guilt inducing like they just felt like I can't do this one more thing because I've taken so many resources but if they were in a partnership with another person they say oh I'll come because of my husband or I'll come because of my significant other and it's like okay you do that and we're gonna have this paradigm shift because you need to do this for yourself first it's the only way we truly succeed in any endeavor exactly exactly I mean you have to you have to keep yourself healthy inside and out that you we are we are um the humans that care for everyone you know we put everyone else first and you know i remember when i went through my divorce before i went through my divorce and i went to therapy for it i said well if i separate from my husband my parents won't have their son-in-law my kids won't have their father right there my niece and nephew won't have their like i went through like 40 people and she looked at me and she said, what are you, the sacrificial lamb? And I've never forgotten that. Like when I start feeling like, oh, you know, other things are more important than my thoughts or my well-being, yeah. that runs right through my head every time. And it's been over 25 years since I heard that. And it, it's so true. And women forget themselves. They forget that, you know what, you're important too. And you enjoy you know, you enjoy feeling great. And when you're not feeling great, you're miserable. So why not really give yourself the attention, discover what it's like to feel great and beautiful again, because we're all beautiful. Yes. True thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I like to invite people to do baby steps. It's like, you know, the getting to the sexy back is great and a great overarching goal. And we need to start with the smaller things that we can do that are sustainable, that will build success, that will build our confidence. And maybe it's as simple as just looking in the mirror on a daily basis saying, you are beautiful. Because maybe that is one more compliment that you get in that day. And maybe that's the only compliment you get in that day, but it's given and it is received. And that's a beautiful way to love yourself. Exactly. And the more you talk, positive you talk what I like to say you talk life into your brain instead of death 
the more your brain believes it. I mean, it's not just, you know, mumbo jumbo. It's proven. Mm -hmm. What you say to yourself is reality. It's what you focus on. So speak because you know what? That beautiful person, the the vessel that's holding that person is also beautiful. And I just actually made a post like that today. So, okay. So go back to dating because I have to ask you this question. (laughs) Do you tell people you're a sex therapist? Because I feel like that would make you very popular. <laughs> We've had some conversations about this. My <laughs> friends are like, don't, don't lead with that. I'm like, oh, okay. I said, why? They're like, don't you think he would feel a little bit inadequate? And I'm like, oh, I, I just thought, oh, I'm being honest. Because everybody asks, what do you do? Oh. And so I'm like, okay, not to- and when I use it strategically and they have, and we've had a little bit of a rapport, I say I'm a sex therapist. And then if they weren't available to meet me, they instantly become available. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. It's way fun. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> so let me ask you something. Um, and I'm throwing questions at you that you're not prepared for. But, Great. You know, I'm a parenting coach and sex is one of those challenging things that women and men don't always feel comfortable talking about. My children who are now all in their 30s laugh constantly about the time that my husband talked to his oldest about like condoms and things. And all the kids were like at the door, like listening in with cups. And he was telling them he had a carrot and a condom and he was showing them. And this is like their favorite story to talk about. Help the carrot fits over, have a condom fits over the carrot. Yeah, I so, you know, I guess that's, he felt that was good. But and they did this, I remember it. <laughs> remember it there's all we've given them so much ammo to remember through their lives it's you know it's good. um but so what do you recommend do you have a recommendation for parents that you know i i talk about having those tough conversations with your kids is there something you recommend that a parent can do when approaching a child yes uh-huh, yeah so if you don't have a carrot you can always use a banana <laughs> <laughs> I recommend that. Yeah. <laughs> so you heard it here. Vegetables and fruits are always good for you. Always, always. <laughs> Be creative. Um, so baby steps. So after someone looks in the mirror and they do those terrible things where they go, oh my gosh, I'm so fat. Oh, I need to lose 20 pounds. Why can't I lose any weight? Oh my gosh. Nobody would like me. I don't actually, you know, my cousin's going to kill me, but the words out of her mouth were, I really have to lose weight because I can't start meeting new people because I'm heavy. And I'm like, you're gorgeous, you know, but that is that, you know, that mindset eating up your brain. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Such a travesty. And I want to get back to your cousin. 
in a moment, but I'm just going to put it right there. But I want to get back to the fruits and vegetables every day. Yes. And the, and the conversation that happens with children happens maybe not every day because you want to file, find where the child is at and what it is that they need. So you want to follow their lead in a lot of respects, but you want to have a continuous ongoing conversation. And it's not one and done. It's not, we had the conversation. It is that we have multiple conversations that it is open and, and that you then as a parent are able to build your comfort. Cause I'd say by and large, most of the parents that I here asking this question don't feel comfortable within their own self of speaking about sex and sexuality. And if they don't make it the one conversation, they can build up to it and have little conversations. And so here's the joke is that a child was filling out a form and <clears throat> do you know this one on the form it said sex. And so then it asked their, it, it, this child asked their parents, what does this mean, sex? And the parent was like, oh, I wasn't ready for this. I should have had this planned. Oh my goodness, sex. Well, it's like birds and bees and, you know, and, and there's intercourse and you make babies. And the child said, well, it just has an F and an M here. Where, where do the birds and the bees fit in? So, okay. So that, so we have to meet the child where they're at, right? <laughs> That's right. And, you know, I have one where, you know, I, I always make a joke whenever I'm filling out forms, you know, and it says sex, depending on the form, of course. I'll put sometimes. So. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Three years old, are you offering? <laughs> so yeah, exactly. You have to be age appropriate with them. Uh, yes. Uh, and yeah. sometimes the carrot and banana just might work. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> And now I have no idea what the other question was. Do you remember? Oh, of course. I yeah. yeah, because it was a travesty. And I really felt that because your cousin is gorgeous. And she's saying, I got to lose weight. And I feel like, oh, I feel that because so many women feel, I mean, it's, I mean, it's just this idea of perfection. It's that the idea that we are not perfection, that perfection is out there and that we need to become that in order to sell ourselves, really. And that's not true because first of all, we don't need to sell ourselves. And the second thing is that we are perfection and that perfection is not outside of ourselves. It is as we are embodying the radiance of who we are and how we show up in the world, how we are such love that we can then transform our relationships and, and radiate and magnetize what it is that we want. It's, it's a really a paradigm shift because that's what we as the feminine can do. It's we attract, we are receptive, we are intuitive. And when we magnetize that energy, what we want comes to us. And so it is not this efforting like male masculine, masculine energy where it's more goal directed um, and that we live within both of those energies. We're not always exclusively one or the other, but if we live in a women, woman's body and we identify as a woman, whether you were born that way or identify that way, we have that ability to tap into that feminine energy more readily when we want to. So your cousin just needs to claim that because she's gorgeous and you see that and everybody else sees that and she just needs to see that for herself. Exactly, exactly. That's such good advice. And really, I, and you know, I don't always put my podcasts on YouTube, but I'm going to put this one on YouTube along with my podcast, you know, podcast that is audio because 
you sparkle, Tara. You literally <laughs> sparkle. Like, you know, you just sparkle. And, you know, and I feel like women can really sparkle. When you see a woman who is just, you know, lit up and smiling and happy, she literally sparkles. And so I love, I love, you know, that uh, concept and thinking that you are beautiful. And you know what? And guys don't see the, oh my gosh, the imperfections that were so detailed about on us. You know, and, and once they love you, once they even fall in love with you, they're blinded by love and they love, they see your real beauty, whether it's exterior, interior, hopefully both. Yes. So. Yes. That's so well said. And the, and the thing about that, Celia, is that when we radiate, like when your cousin steps into all of her radiance, then we give other women permission to step into that as well. So it's not just for us, but it is for everyone that ev because you feel it, it's a tangible quality and you can have that as well. Once you recognize that and step into that for yourself. Absolutely. You give others permission to shine when you shine. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. And, and, and that shining that that meeting new people is gonna like you say, automatically bring them to you. Yes, because it's that magnetic thing that's going on. Yes. And your confidence and and your smile and you know, you're just your happiness. Mm -hmm. People like to be around people that are happy. No one likes to be around people that are miserable. That's true. So I think it's, you know, I think it's very much when you capture your own inner beauty and outer beauty and realize that beauty, that old adage, beauty is only skin deep. It is only skin deep. Mm -hmm. And we're all aging. None of us are getting out of here alive. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the clock is ticking. <laughs> so the wrinkles are growing, but I look at wrinkles like this is my life. So I have wrinkles. I don't want to inject poison into my head but yeah. you know it's like you just take all of that and and be grateful and really start being grateful for who you are and what you've done and what you've accomplished if you have kids look at those amazing creatures that you made you made them I look at my 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 daughter and son who I gave birth to and even my stepsons and like I made Lauren and Kyle and I give them these like eyes like I'll just like start like oh <laughs> they're like oh my gosh she's looking at us again I'm like I know but like it's amazing it is amazing <laughs> yeah. oh. so it's really wonderful it so is. how do you tell our listeners like how they can reach out to you where they get your book how they can start loving themselves more and discovering their sexy because we all need to discover our sexy. I agree. Yes. Yeah. So my book is a great place to start. My book's available on Amazon and that is, I'll just hold it up again. It's rediscovering my body. So that's a great way to start with my work. What I love about that book is the book has all of the exercises and activities that I use for the retreats that I host. So it is foundational to the work that I do. And the retreats that I host are usually about three days. And then I take you through the process of all of the exercises, all of the activities that are in the book. And then you can reach me on my website, rediscoveringmybody.com. I have coaching programs, individual and group 
coaching programs. And I would love for women to get their sexy back. I also have a YouTube channel, Rediscover My Body, Facebook, Rediscover My Body, and Instagram, Rediscover My Body. Woo! <laughs> Keep it simple. <laughs> and I will put links in the description. So if you have like one piece of advice other than what we've already talked about that will really encourage someone to do you work with men too or is it only ladies that is so great the bulk of my work for the past few years have been with women but I'm just because I'm just at the precipice of working with men because that's where I'm at in my life I have a a man who is a coach who we're going to be offering couples retreats and we're starting that in June. So I'm so excited about this process because I know he's solid in his masculinity and such a beautiful human being. And yeah, this is going to be great. Very cool. So then with that said, do you have advice that you can just give to anyone who is feeling kind of lost, feeling like, oh, no one's going to like me, you know, I, I, the last thing I feel is sexy. Mm. You can help them feel a little more empowered, reach out for your book, reach out for help and get their sexy back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say that all pleasure begins with loving ourselves and loving our bodies and that whatever it is, whether it is exercising, whether it's going for a walk or eating healthy, nutritious meals, or, or even like rubbing your hand on your arm in a sensual way, there are so many ways to bring your sensuality back into your life. And all you need is to start with one. And so if you want to begin with like a self massage, and it is the one that you desire to work with that you commit with you commit to on a regular basis so it's choosing the one that works for you to know that you'll do it on a regular basis because you're making the commitment to yourself and then watching things blossom from there it's never one and thing yeah it's just always a process and so making love to yourself is always the beginning with the easy step of what are you willing to commit to and staying consistent guys you know i always tell you that consistency is key in parenting, in everything. In so everything. to make a change, you have to stay consistent. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Tara, I'm, I'm so happy you are here. I love your energy. I love everything about you. And um, I love what you're doing for mankind. It really is needed. And womankind. I don't want to like act like I'm... You know, <laughs> Humankind. <laughs> not being socially... Right. humankind man woman whoever them kind yeah kind so whoever you are you can find the sparkle within you and let it shine yes let, let yourself shine we all have gifts within us yeah you just gotta recognize them and show yourself Absolutely. I have the right to shine. I have the right to be sexy. I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of sexiness. I'm worthy of happiness. You are all so worthy. And I'm so grateful for what you do. Thank you for being here. Oh, such a pleasure. Thanks so much for inviting me on, Celia. My pleasure. Okay, guys. So as we say goodbye to Tara, I want to wish you all, if I can get it out of my throat, 
days filled with peace, love, and tons of laughter. Laughter, it really, 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 really is the best medicine. So laugh more. Get those smile muscles going. I'll see you here next time on the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast and being a part of my mission to stop a million parents from yelling at their kids. Be sure to head over to pumpeduppparenting.com and grab your free copy of the Patience Playbook. Wishing there was a manual for your toddler? Well, great news. Now there is. Pick up your copy of Raising Happy Toddlers, How to Build Great Parenting Skills, and Stop Yelling at Your Kids, plus my three new children's books at celiasbooks.com. That's celiasbooks.com. If you're loving this podcast, please feel free to share it with your friends and pay it forward. And also leave a review so I know who you are and can thank you personally. Tune in next time for more tips, advice, and strategies as you continue to pump up your parenting and create childhoods that everyone in your family can blossom from. Have yourself a really happy, fun day. Bye-bye.